Hello and welcome to the Faith and More Cafe. Please come in. Follow me. We have a quiet space here in the back where we can all sit and enjoy each other's company. Please make yourself comfortable. If you're new to the cafe, know that this is a branch of the Faith and More podcast. Once a month or as often as you want to listen, we meet in this relaxing setting to discuss updates and secrets about upcoming shows that you would not hear in a regular show until it happens. We talk about books, homeopathy, aromatherapy, and music. I share updates on my personal studies in life and much, much more. So help yourself to your favorite beverage, find a comfy seat or sofa, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everyone. How are you all doing? I know, isn't it funny in the intro, I say, follow me, we I've got a quiet place back here. I am everything but quiet, right? <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. I, I was just listening to that and just found the humor in it all of a sudden. <laughs> it's good when you can laugh at yourself <laughs> or about yourself. So how are you all doing? Thanks so much for stopping by the cafe this month. And those of you who are longtime listeners, thank you for your dedication and loyalty and love to the which was the book nook now the cafe um i so hope you all are having a great april thus far and i also hope and pray that you all are enjoying season five so far what do you think what do you think um i'd be more than happy to hear your feedback and and let me know what you think of season five and it's just really started we have a long way to go in a short time to get there. <laughs> Great song. Uh, but no, we have a long way to go. And uh, there's a lot that's going to be going on in this season. I'm going to be talking about that today in, uh, in this cafe. So April is like a huge spiritual month. Like, uh, you know, it doesn't matter what your faith is. Um, April is, is very big on the spiritual calendar. Um, almost as big, well, probably as big, if not bigger than Christmas. So, you know, we've got, uh, well, I just celebrated, uh, my 54th time around the sun. So, <laughs> so we have that right in, well, uh, it's, it's an immense blessing because, uh, those of you that know my story know that, you know, by the paperwork, I shouldn't be here. You know, I should no longer be in this lifetime. So, you know, every moment since June 30th of 2020 is an extreme blessing to me that I do not take uh, any time at all for granted, especially our time, our time. We're sharing time right now. <laughs> so, so there was that on April 6th, you know, we had Passover, we had Palm Sunday, um, in Hebrew, it's called, uh, Pesach, um, Passover. And it's from, they celebrated from April 5th through April 13th. So it's not a one and done. Uh, we've had good Friday, uh, which, you know, is the death of Christ. We also have, uh, Easter Sunday, which is the resurrection of Christ. Uh, Jewish people also celebrate Omer, O-M-E-R, and that starts on April 7th and goes 49 days until May 25th. And uh, the Omer is means sheaf, 
and it's an old biblical measure of volume of unthreshed stocks of grain, the amount of grain used for the temple offering. It's a period between Passover, Pesach, and uh, Sha or Shu, I think it's Sha, Shavu out, uh, which is the Jewish holiday of the wheat harvest. So it is a, a harvest time, you know, kind of like we have the fall harvest. Uh, you know, a lot of the nature faiths celebrate the, you know, the fall harvest. Here we have a spring harvest, you know, at least in, <laughs> in our area. Uh, so, yeah, it's just so packed. So how is your um spirituality in april is it change any is it differ do you partake in any of these uh celebrations any of these holidays any of these holy days um i would love to hear from you and share you know it'd be great to maybe showcase some of your thoughts and views on the next uh cafe in may uh, about what you're doing in april you know so feel free to contact my contact information is at the end of the show and at the end of every show. Ooh, I did a boo-boo. <laughs> Let me pause for a second. If you are new to the show, welcome. I am so sorry I did not acknowledge you. Um, welcome to the Faith and More Cafe, where once a month we sit down and just chit-chat about things, all kinds of things, <laughs> all the things. <laughs> At least we try. Um, so welcome, and I hope you enjoy your time here. And, you know, we have a plethora of shows uh, for the podcast that you can listen to at any given time, and I highly encourage you and invite you to do so. And you old-timers know you're always loved and more than welcome. <laughs> no, honestly, infinite thanks, blessings, and love to all of our Long-time loyal listeners. Uh, so the first topic, what are we going to talk about? How about prayer? So I've been seeing quite a bit lately and hearing more than a bit. Um, people are being or seem to be quite conflicted about prayer and the need for prayer, the necessity of prayer and the worth of prayer. And, and just very confusing um, these people are. And I believe it's these generations, um, and I'm not picking out any particular generation. I'm just saying generations that have come up with, been brought up through not having any faith. And so therefore when, I mean, they don't even know what meditation is or care about meditation. So how can anyone expect them to know and or care about prayer? And a lot of people are like, well, if there is a God, an all-knowing God, if the universe knows everything, then why do I have to pray? Why should I pray? Um, because if the universe and God knows um, everything, then they know what I need and what I want, then therefore there's no necessity for me to pray. There's really no need for it, right? Well, no. <laughs> That's not right. The, see, people that have that impression have the wrong idea of what prayer is. Um, yes, of course, Adonai, Hashem, Allah, um, God, the universe, whatever you want to call that which is all that is, that has and beyond is beyond all labels. It has no label. 
um, does know. Yes, it not only knows, um, it loves us more than we love ourselves. It knows us better than we know ourselves. It is us, and even though we're blind to it, we are of it. Uh, we are connected always, forever. Uh, you can't have one without the other. Absolutely not. So the thing is, is yes, partially correct. Yes, the divine knows us and knows what we need and knows what we want. But, you know, we have to factor in the free will that we have the right, which, you know, the creator has made us to have the right and the free will to choose what we want to do. The divine does not interfere in our lives because to interfere would be to um, break the whole thing with free will. You, know, you wouldn't have free will if the divine just wrapped you up in a nice snuggly blanket and gave you hot cocoa and life was bliss. I mean, I know a lot of people would love that, but I guarantee you would get very bored of that very quickly. And that would not be any type of life. And that's not the life um, that the divine created us for. That's not the, the life that our souls are in these human um, vehicles for. Yes, it is suffering, but suffering with suffering comes lessons, lessons that would not have been learned unless we suffered. So the thing about the prayer is, is by asking, that's allowing God to intervene, to help. That's letting God know. See, now somebody else might say, well, if God knows everything, then God would know that I wanted that. Yeah, but there's a difference between God knowing that and you knowing that and acknowledging that and asking for that, requesting that, or as Blessed Father Solanus Casey, thanking God ahead of time or the uh, Creator Adonai, um, Allah, Hashem, again, whatever you want to call the universe, that which is all, um, you know, thanking them ahead of time for it. The, the gifts, the blessings that are bestowed upon us, this breath that we're all breathing right now at this very moment is such a precious gift. And you don't realize how precious that gift is until you don't have it or you're fighting for it for the next breath. So by prayer, through prayer, it um, allows the divine to uh, help us. Also, and this is key, this is the big thing about prayer, is that it is our connection to the divine, our conscious connection. Yeah, let me rephrase that, our conscious connection to the divine. So through prayer, we connect, we acknowledge the divine. Again, whatever you want to label it, um, we acknowledge and connect with it. We spend time with it. We are aware of it in so much so much comes from that, so much uh, realization, awakening, um, spiritual growth, evolution, change. I could go on and on and on. You know, everything positive 
comes from that. And I can't, nor would I ever be able to emphasize the importance of prayer enough. And I will be doing an Ask Angel uh, video on this either before this airs or uh, the weekend after this airs um, addressing this. And I'll probably be saying the same thing I'm saying now, uh, hopefully just not as long-winded. <laughs> and those of you who are saying, what is, what's Ask Angel? Well, then you need to go to our YouTube channel. And our YouTube channel can be found at youtube.com slash at faith and more podcast. There's a link in the show notes every time, all the time. And I've even mentioned it at the end of the show, every show. Uh, so check it out. That's where you can find the Ask Angel short uh, clips and you can find um, me doing homilies, um, sermons, just general, you know, Sunday blog clips and things of that nature. It, it's it's fun. It's a good thing. So be sure to check it out. So again, you know, my theory is that generations just don't know. They they don't know, and those even those of us old timers that know, as we're learning through this show, what we've been taught about prayer and what prayer is, isn't really what prayer truly is. Um, you know, we've been taught religious prayer, but we haven't been taught to pray with our soul, with our entire being and what that looks like and how that works. Um, but, you know, we've covered that here in the show and we always will. We'll always circle around and always talk about prayer because prayer is it's essential. It really is. Again, I can't ever say it or over say it enough. So how about the next subject? <laughs> Music, meditation, and of course, this goes along with prayer and more. Um, there is an amazing rabbi, which I just recently discovered, and his name is Rabbi Yishak Schwartz. It's, how do you spell it? Yishak. It's Y-I-T-Z-C-H-A-K. Don't worry about writing it down. I'll just call him Rabbi Schwartz. I'll have a, a information in the show notes that you can check him out. But he does this amazing, amazing guided meditation, prayer, uh, mystical experience. I mean, I you can't, I can't put a label on it because it's beyond labels anyway, and I shouldn't even try, but it is just soul and heart blowing. It's it's amazing. It is just such, and here I am trying to explain it, and I can't explain it. It probably best if let me play, I'll play a little bit, just a little snippet of him here in just a moment, but let me give you some background on it. When I was younger um, and going to um, Roman Catholic Church, I loved, absolutely loved guitar mass. It was like my, ab I love guitar, especially acoustic guitar. I play acoustic guitar. I love it beyond just, just that natural sound of strings and wood, you know, and a person singing along with it or a congregation singing along with it. It's just so... To me, it is such a moving spiritual 
experience. You know? um, so the thing that Rabbi Schwartz does is he combines something like, a, here I'm trying to explain it again, something like what I would consider a guitar mass. What he does is he plays guitar, an acoustic guitar, and as he plays, he sings a little, and he teaches a lot. And it is just off the charts. Once you start listening, and it's so tranquil, it's so healing, it's so meditative, it's so, here again, it's beyond labels. I'm going to play a clip here and let you all just have a listen to it. And, you know, before I play the clip, let's just take a couple, let's do three, just do three, just deep, relaxing breaths so we can kind of just clear our mind of what is all cluttered, like my voice in your ears right now, and just kind of relax, just take those breaths. And then I will play it. So we'll just take those breaths. Teaching that's coming from the highest places. 
And that when we think, let the thinking be a thinking with God doing the thinking through us, so to speak. God being fused within us. And that when we listen to somebody else who's speaking or who's teaching something, help us listen in a divine way as well. And when we think, help the thinking be fused with the divine thinking. Isn't that just absolutely magical? And that's just an excerpt. I mean, his, uh, these sessions that he does usually go on for a little bit under an hour. So could you imagine just bathing, literally bathing in that for an hour? Oh, and I have, it's just, it is so mind blowing, heart loving. And it, it just it it can take your worst day and make you understand how truly blessed you are and how blessed we all are, regardless of what we are currently experiencing and or going through. And what I just played for you is an excerpt from a documentary that was done on Rabbi Schwartz. Uh, it's on YouTube, and I'll have a link to it in the show notes. Uh, but he's very active on SoundCloud, and SoundCloud is a free thing, and I'll have links to that as well in the show notes for those of you who aren't familiar with SoundCloud. Uh, and those of you who are, so you can find him right away and add him to your uh, favorites and follow him, is he has those audio um, sessions on there. And it's just, I mean, you've heard. You just, you just heard a sample it's so, I don't know, here I am trying to find words to describe that which is um, indescribable. It, it just, it's just love, 100% love. I mean, you can so feel, at least I can, you can so feel the divine flowing through that. And something I've learned um, through studying uh, Kabbalah or Kabbalah, however you want to pronounce it, um, both ways are acceptable, is that music is like one of the closest frequencies to God. Uh, those of you who have been longtime listeners and, and know the Penny Whitbrot near-death experience episode that we had back in, what was it, season one, season two? Um, I should know that, right? Uh, but it's been, that it's been a while. Um, know that, you know, that the divine resonates in a certain key, in a musical key. And so through Kabbalah, I've come to understand that um, they say music comes from the throne of God. It is actually as close to the divine as you can get when you 
are receiving that music and you are experiencing that music. And what Rabbi Schwartz does is just, and I hope you were able to experience that a little bit here with the excerpt that I played, is that it transcends. I mean, he 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 teaches you, I mean, as he just did, you know, he he shared with us in English and in Hebrew uh, a prayer that they say before they pray. And it's a prayer before prayer. <laughs> they say, you know, before prayers, which they do three times a day. And you could just feel it. You could just feel that divine energy through there, through that. And please take some time and, and have a look. You don't have to listen to the whole hour of it, but just have a listen. Put it on and just, if you want to get up and clean your house or you know, put it on while you're driving or something like that, it is just so, again, I don't have the words for it. So, But I think you get the idea. The idea, what, 15 minutes later of me rambling on about it? Anyway, as you can tell, I'm completely blown away by it. So I, I want to share that with all of you. I want all of you to have that, that, that experience, that blown away spiritual experience by listening to Rabbi Schwartz as well. There, see, I said it. <laughs> so next subject, books. What's going on with books? I talked about Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh, uh, Last Cafe, and also uh, reminded everyone that he is also the author of The Little Soul in the Sun, which we did a show on, which is just a, such a beautiful and amazing story about our souls and, you know, the decision our souls make to leave the heavenly realms and to take birth in a human vehicle, human form to experience the things that you can't experience in the heavenly realms. And we'll be doing some shows on that here coming up about um, why, why would someone want to leave paradise to come into a realm and in a form that suffers on all levels personally, experientially, um, from losing other ones, you know, loved ones, friends, family, suffering yourself, you know, and then of course, uh, passing from this life, which, you know, our, our culture has turned that into something very scary when it's not, it's not, scary. It's not meant to be scary. Um, but our culture has turned it actually into something very terrifying. And that's something that we are terrified of because, you know, we want to live in this human form forever, or at least that's what we've been taught and conditioned to believe. But yeah, we're going to have some classes, uh, classes. <laughs> Listen to me. We're going to have some shows on that here. <laughs> Folks, we're going to have some shows on that uh, coming up. So you know, the conversations with God, I highly recommend. I still highly recommend. I believe it should be part of everyone's library. It's an essential part of everyone's spiritual library, regardless of what your faith is or isn't. Um, it, there's everything in there for everyone, really, on all levels. It really is. Um, as far as personal studies go, it, to me, for me, it's been Kabbalah aplenty. Um, you know, I 
graduated from my course on Kabbalah and um, that just wet my whistle uh, barely and you know gave me the bug and you all who are longtime listeners know that when I get a bug about something I I go plunging into the deep end of the pool without water <laughs> water in it most of the time but no this is uh, this is an infinite ocean you know that has no bottom. So as far as you can dive and dive and swim and swim and, and keep going down, there is no bottom uh, to this. So, yeah, uh, lots of study. Of course, Rabbi Schwartz, been studying a lot of his stuff, uh, not just his meditation, but he also teaches as well. Um, of course, also through the meditation he does. Uh, Rabbi Simon, uh, Simon, Simone, excuse me, Jacobson, I'll have a link for him. In the show notes, he's got an amazing YouTube channel. He's also an author and a rabbi, um, such a sage. I mean, and he puts things in such plain language that everybody can understand. I mean, he doesn't use the collegiate, you know, academic terms and stuff like a lot of people like to do to make themselves look and sound more high up than they are. Uh, but he doesn't do that. I mean, he really puts it in and, you know, Kabbalah and all of that into simple, very simple, understandable terms and how you can incorporate that and how it's part of your life already without you realizing it. And that's a big thing, you know, and as I said, you haven't already understood what I mean about Kabbalah is that it's not a religion. It is a way of life, uh, just like Buddhism is not a religion. It is a way of life. Yes, there are religions created from Buddhism. And yes, there are religions from or incorporated uh, that have Kabbalah incorporated in them. But Kabbalah itself is not a faith. It's not a religion. It's a, it's a way of living. It's a way of life. And it can enhance and, and, and be in harmony with your faith, again, no matter what it is or isn't. Others that I've been studying, uh, Shaman Bar Yokai, Michael Leitman, Bal Shem Tov, and, and many others. Um, it's just been and continues to be such an amazing exploration and study. And it so connects with uh, stuff that I studied years and years and years ago when I was, uh, you know, teaching awakening um, and studying and teaching uh, Advaita Vedanta. In which is a non-dual philosophy. Again, that's not a religion. It's it's a way of life, and you know all of these things. All, you know the Kabbalah just brings all of that in and brings in you know the Christianity, the um, Catholicism, the nature religions, and all of that. It just blend, brings them all together and blends them so beautifully to where one does not overpower the other. One is not greater than the other, but they all are essential to know and to experience and to live from. I pray that makes some sense. Um, but no, it doesn't mean you have to convert to anything. As I said, you can take Kabbalah and study Kabbalah and apply it to your faith, again, no matter what it is or isn't, to the extent that you want to apply it to. It will definitely, definitely. Take your faith to a level that you have never experienced before. It will take your spirituality to a level you have never been to 
before. It's such a beautiful way. Um, amazing. Again, I cannot recommend it enough. And yes, again, as I've said before, we're going to have upcoming shows on Kabbalah and, you know, different uh, Kabbalah masters and things of that nature. So if it's something you're not interested in studying now and you want to wait for the shows, you're more than welcome to do that. Again, that's your free will, right? <laughs> but just to let you all know that these uh, shows will be coming down the pike eventually. So what else is going on with me? Well, um, I believe I mentioned it last month that my family and I are going to be moving at the end of this month, at the end of April. So, you know, we've been in our current place for, she's, it's got to be over 20 years. Um, we've been in the area we've been in for over 30 something years. Uh, but yeah, well, I mean, the town that I'm in is a town I grew up in, was raised in. So, um, no, I don't go very far, do I? <laughs> hey. My wife and I lived in Georgia for six months, so geez, at least give me credit for that, right? <laughs> that counts. Come on. Uh, but no, I went right back. I went right back to home, and you know where I, my, you know, the city that I'm in is is home. Um, so uh, we'll be moving, and so as you all know, especially when you've been settled into a place for an extended period of time, especially over twenty years, there's a lot. There's a, there's a lot to go through. There's a lot to pack. There's a lot to donate. There's a lot that's garbage. Uh, so it's been an ongoing process. So I, I have taken a hiatus from seminary study after, you know, a year of, you know, grueling. I mean, talk about um, discipline and dedication. I didn't take any time off. I did for a year solid study. And, and just nose to the ground going uh, on seminary. And, you know, I'm not going to return back to that until after moving and getting settled in. And, yeah, I mean, with Kabbalah, it's, it's you know, having me reevaluate the whole thing. And, this, see, that's the great thing about spirituality and your faith is it's constantly evolving. And that's okay. That's actually healthy. You shouldn't be in a rut where you're doing the same thing day in, day out, Sunday in, Sunday out, holiday in, holiday out, holiday in. <laughs> There's a hotel. I'm going to the holiday out. <laughs> but I, I hope you, you understand that there's nothing wrong with, you know, changing your mind. You know, again, when you're flowing with the divine and you're allowing you're surrendering to the divine and allowing the divine to do the driving for you in your spirituality no matter how much your humanness plans things don't always go as you will it to go you know not my will but thy will remember that everyone that applies you know to this and as long as you are moving in a positive direction, in a healthy direction, um, it's, it, that's what you should do in your faith. Never get complacent in your faith. Never get, you know, bored or boring in your faith. You should, your faith is your life, and your life should be exciting. And how is your life exciting? You've got to make it exciting. 
you've got to make it an adventure. It just won't happen on its own. And if you're waiting for our culture and society to do that, uh, it's never going to happen because they will crush you where you stand. They don't want you to be happy. They don't want you to be excited. They don't want you to have an adventure. They want you to be a drone and, and, and to do exactly what they say as they say when they say. Um, so, you know, yeah, we'll do some shows on that. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I got nudged by spirit. That's why I was replying. I was sorry. I wasn't replying to you. I was replying to spirit by saying, yeah, we'll do some shows on that coming up because spirit was like, why don't you do some shows on that? So yeah, we'll, we'll do some shows on that. <laughs> so, anyway, um, so yeah, I mean, as far as, uh, again, seminary goes, I'm, I'm, I just have that question mark right now and I'm not pushing. And I'm just going to let things unfold. You know, as I said, I'm on a hiatus right now until, you know, I get moved and get settled in. So that'll probably be sometime, you know, mid-May, I would imagine, since we're moving at the end of April. And believe me, folks, I, it, it's, this is just, I, I'm, I'm the happiest I've ever been in my faith. I am the most excited I've ever been in my faith. Um, the adventure is so amazing. And um, I'm just beyond, beyond blessed. And I'm going to share that with all of you as I share everything, you know, poor you, <laughs> as I share with all of you, as I always do, you know, and you guys are always, you know, going on the ride with me and, you know, hey, you'll learn some stuff about Kabbalah along the way. And hopefully it, it will get you to get the bug and get you to get into it and, and at least, you know, delve into it enough to add it to your toolbox, add it to your spiritual toolbox. You can't have enough tools in your spiritual toolbox. You know, as I was telling um, a spiritual daughter of mine recently, I was talking about, you know, this exact thing about Kabbalah and um, about the spiritual toolbox. And I said, you know, once, once your spiritual toolbox gets full, you just need to buy a spiritual pickup truck or get a spiritual pickup truck and then put all those spiritual tools in that truck. And then, the, and then it will go from that to a semi to uh, a warehouse. And again, you can't have too many tools in your toolbox because that is what your soul is here for. That is what you truly are here for is to learn, to grow, to experience and to evolve and to help as many people along your way, along your journey as you possibly can. Okay, folks, so I think we will pause here for now. Thanks, blessings, and love for tuning in. And we'll do this again next month around the same time. So know that each and every one of you are in my heart and prayers. If you all are in need of prayers, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. My contact information is coming up here at the end of the show and at the end of every show. And as you all who have been around long enough know that, you know, I teach and share that the divine is in you, in me, in everyone, in everything. It is us and we are it. And there is a Kabbalah slash Jewish blessing that says Baruch Hashem. And that means blessed is God. So when I say Baruch Hashem to you, that is praising the divine in you and everyone 
in everything. You are it and it is you. So blessings to each and every one of you. I so hope and pray that you've enjoyed the show and that you found everything that you're searching for here and more with us. Please feel free to stop by anytime, all the time. You are family. If this show has helped you, please, please, please share it with as many people as possible. Also, subscribe, rate, and review the show on whatever format you listen to. That helps move the show up in those formats so when someone does a general search, they're more likely to find the show. And if the show has really helped you and you have the means, please consider making an offering. Offerings are a great way to help sustain and improve the show, as well as the Faith and More ministry. Offerings can be made through the Cash app. The show's cash tag is dollar sign Faith and More, or you can find us at cash.app forward slash dollar sign Faith and More. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. It's a fun place, folks. You can watch videos of weekly Ask Angel questions where people write me and ask me questions and I respond uh, on YouTube. You can also watch me do bi-weekly sermons and homilies. Also, audio of our shows are uploaded to YouTube where you can listen and much, much more. Just go to youtube.com forward slash at Faith and More podcast. Next is prayers. I love to pray and our Faith and More family love to pray. So let us pray for you. There are two ways to do this. The first is to email me directly at faithandmorepodcast at gmail.com. The second way is through our website. There is a form at the bottom of the website and the website address is faithandmorepodcast.wixsite.com forward slash my dash site. And there are always links to all of these in the show notes for and description for each show. So until next time, have a blessed week and know that each and every one of you are in my heart and in my prayers. Bless you.